Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. I'm Nicole, and I am joined by not two co-hosts today, but three. We have a special mm-hmm. guest today, Amanda, Amanda Ray Wright from Instagram. Hi, Amanda. Hi, so glad to be here. I have been dreaming about this day for a very long time. I'm so excited. <laughs> when I reached out to Amanda and asked her if she would love to be a guest on our on our podcast, she said yes pretty quickly and I was like oh my god she said yes I'm so excited I finally get to talk to you like in person kind of <laughs> well I've been secretly hoping you would ask me because I want to talk to you guys too so <laughs> you're well, pretty high on our then. list <laughs> yeah um and Adam and Becca we are going to start with a little catch-up of our past week so why don't we just chat about it Adam how's your week going uh, you know, the week's been good. I finished my taxes with Ooh. the help with the help of a very dear friend. And if you're listening, you know who this is. But um, <laughs> yeah, my taxes are like, well, not finished, but they're close to being finished. So nice. that's a huge relief. I'm such a procrastinator. That's pretty like, big. They, ex- they extended the deadline and I'm just like, well, I got some more time. <laughs> and then the deadline came and I was like, well, I should do this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's that's a big that's a big deal. I bet it's a huge relief, like off your chest. Yeah, and you know our Becca, our co-host Becca, who is very versed in all of the tax and business stuff. Like, yes, it huge was my help. job. Um, was but like keyword. you know sometimes sometimes it's just hard to reach out to people when you need help, and that's what I struggle with too. Like I could be just like drowning, and it's just hard for me to ask for help, but. Becca supplied some help, and then another dear friend of the podcast supplied some help. So I feel in a good spot in life right now. Good. Because that was a cloud That's hanging awesome. over my head. Good. <laughs> With taxes, though, isn't it like just do your best and they won't send you to jail? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's like how Make I Make a good effort. <laughs> yeah. Like I as long as that. you're not trying to steal from the government and you just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. We Very hope. True. We hope at least. Becca how's your week this week has been a whirlwind I've been helping a family member with some stuff and I've been driving like all around Missouri which has been so cool because I've actually seen a lot of the like backwoods and I don't know it's like Missouri is not a place I ever thought I would live 
And I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> love it even still, but it is just so pretty. And it was such a treat to drive around and see all the green and everything. I mean, and it's also been raining for like the last 10 days, like Ugh, almost non like nonstop. Is it the same in Chicago? Yeah. Midwest. Like, yeah, I feel Midwest. like we get we get like your leftover weather. So I feel like yeah. anytime it starts raining here, I'm just like, oh, Becca went through this already. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've apparently we've gotten like four inches of rain in the last two days. Is that a lot? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, so. but we've been hitting. Yeah. I feel like we've been in a pretty big drought in Chicago, like a lot of the Midwest has. So I feel like we yeah. needed it. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. Like it's it was definitely needed, so it's good. But anyway, not not to talk about the weather. But yeah, it just it's been a it's it's just been Sounds a, like when I called my mom, she's like, Well, what's the weather like? How's the weather? <laughs> we always said like when there's nothing else to talk about, someone like if it gets like there's like a lull in a conversation, someone will always mention the weather. Like without a doubt. So it's a safe zone. Yeah. It's it's like everyone can talk about the weather, but anyway we're not having a lull in the conversation that's just how boring life is right now um <laughs> so yeah yeah that's but you're that's doing me. a lot of gardening i yeah. am yeah the rain's doing, good for that yes yeah. it is and i'm figuring out where all like the flood areas are in the yard because like mm -hmm. i don't know no one was really maintaining anything so with all the rain i'm seeing like a bunch of puddles and i don't know just things that need help and the gardening is so fun. Like, it's been so much fun. I do a video every week on YouTube, and it's the video I look forward to the most. Like, Aww. houseplant stuff. I'm like, bye. I don't like houseplants anymore. <laughs> Houseplant, who's she? It'll, I know. Once, once you hit the heat of the summer, you'll go back to houseplants. I go through, like, <laughs> ebbs and flows. Like, outside gardening, inside gardening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been really enjoying watching your stories about your outside stuff, like, getting inspired. Where, where do you live? Remind me. I'm in North Carolina, Raleigh. What the heck? Why did I think you were in, like, New England? Well, that would be awesome, but no. <laughs> and Raleigh, that's a beautiful area. I visited a few yeah. years ago. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good, really good for gardening. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So what zone, well, is the, what zone is that? It's 7B. Okay. 7B. Yeah, so we can so, grow a lot of good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. Some things, yeah. I, I think it's a good balance. Like, my husband wishes we lived in the Pacific Northwest so he could, like, really grow all the conifers how they're supposed to be because they don't really love it here because it's a little too hot in the summer, but yeah. they're doing all right. They're not dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the humidity plays a good role, like, where you're at. Like, you yeah, know, your plants love that. Yeah, it's, like, tropical in the summer. So how has your week been, Amanda? Oh, wait, um, was, was Becca done? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what we do all the time we, we go do. on tangents and then we forget what we were saying <laughs> and it's usually me it's usually me cutting people off <laughs> yeah i'm done i, I want to okay. hear about amanda's week i'm done i'm done thanks <laughs> <laughs> well i've just been doing a lot of gardening too so may is our like go month because i have this cut off for myself that all the new plants i put in in the spring need to be in the ground before June because then it gets really hot and it's really mm -hmm. hard to keep them alive. Like they need to have time to get their roots into the ground before mm -hmm. the heat. So we've just been frantically gardening up um, this one side of our house that didn't have any gardens. We had some like retaining walls put in this year 
Mm-hmm. And my husband and I have been, he lays out his trees first and then I go in with perennials and shrubberies and stuff to fill it out. So we've just been like neglecting our children and like, <laughs> go watch Frozen for the 1000th time while we plant all the plants. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so we've been like frantically like, oh, the end of May is approaching. Like we got to get all this stuff planted. But it like mm-hmm. snuck up on us. I feel yeah. like I feel like the spring has just come in and leaving. Yeah, it went fast. Last year, I feel like spring was longer. It stayed cool longer here, at least. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but your that husband's a pretty amazing gardener. Like, he's he's out in the garden quite a bit, right, with you? Yeah, yeah. He um, So he's as crazy about conifers and Japanese maples as I am about mm-hmm. tropicals. So we kind of <laughs> enable each other. Like, he doesn't want to cut me off because then I'll cut him off. So then we both have, like... <laughs> way too many plants and trees but it's really it's like a fun shared hobby he didn't get into it until a few years ago but i've been into it for a lot longer so it's it's really fun that he finally came around oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah. Your nicole, nicole yeah. has a japanese maple i now. Do. do i have a japanese maple and i was told by my last youtube video because i i put a youtube video out before researching anything in my backyard i probably should have just dm'd you amanda um (laughs) (laughs) but there's apparently i have a japanese maple bush too that's like a pretty highly sought out bush i'm really excited about this yeah Yeah, it has like the skinny the skinny um leaves Mm -hmm. it looks like a fern but it's it's some of those yeah some of them have the really intricate leaves Mm-hmm. It's um, so pretty. There's a million kinds, and my husband knows, like, all the Latin names. of like, what's Acer Paul made them? And then it's, like, some <laughs> Japanese word, and I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying, but that's a pretty one. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's oh. pretty. That's what yeah. I said. I said, it's very pretty. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we, we're, I'm excited about that. I think that the Japanese maple tree is probably the, the like, my focal point. Like, it's what I look at the most when I'm in the backyard, so. Oh, yeah, they're beautiful trees, for sure. Yeah, so pretty. So not to like pry into your personal life very much, but like what flipped the switch for your husband? Just like getting something and was like, okay, I I like this now. So it was moving actually. So our last house, we had like a really cute 1971 A-frame and it was like the cutest house ever. It was in the woods. So there was no light coming to the house. So like all my houseplants were miserable. I had like grow lights in the basement trying to grow my houseplants and he like wanted to plant trees, but it was so shady that you couldn't really do much. And there were so many tree roots. So we moved um, just because we were going to have another kid and we needed a little more space since I work from home and stuff. And we had this big empty open yard and he started like at first he started out just like watering the new sod they put in and he was like trying to keep that alive. And then he like bought a few trees. And then I was like, well, you can't just stick the trees out there. That looks dumb. You need to have garden beds. And then he like started like getting more and more into it. And then he just like went nuts, like stalking down like local Japanese maple growers and, and like oh, begging cool. them to let him come to their nursery and like for a private tour. And I mean, he went totally crazy. So, oh my gosh. yeah, That's it was so totally relatable. moving and having like the light and the space to grow things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, my my collection really took off. We moved here too with all the windows. I was like, I just need a house with more sun coming in. <laughs> and yeah, your home is stunning. Yeah, and yeah. that's Thank not you. just like not even just the architecture, like your style, which I don't even know what you would classify it as. And me, I'm like I classify it as like boho chic, but it's just like it's just like I don't know. Thank I'm in love with <laughs> every single so picture much. you post. <laughs> yeah, I, it was scary because I feel like. When we moved in, my last house had a lot of interesting architectural 
I mean, not all good because it was from the 70s, but I like went with it and it like made a lot of choices for me. But this house was just like a big white box inside. So when we moved here, I was kind of terrified, like how I was going to make it feel homey. And it ended up just being like, get one zillion plants and put them everywhere <laughs> and like mix in some mid-century furniture and, you know, yeah, it's, it feels like home now. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Thank well, you. I'm glad. I'm glad the hubby got on board with the plant gang because it just makes life better. And yes, you get your absolutely. kids involved too. Like I see you getting your kids involved with that too. I love that. I wish my kids were more into gardening they, they like house plants but like being outside and doing gardening stuff is just really not their thing <laughs> yeah well i'm sure once they're older like they're two and five so yeah once they're older they're gonna be like whatever mom and dad like you go do your thing outside <laughs> <laughs> now they're like wait we get to get dirty and you're we're not gonna get in trouble for it yeah i'm all about it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome well I kind of want to ask about your origins with houseplants. Like, how did you start collecting and what, yeah, what was your first plant? Stuff like that. What was, what got you started? Oh, let's see. The first plant I ever remember getting was my parents bought me a little, they took, they were, my parents were gardeners actually. So we were always going to greenhouses and stuff on the weekends and they bought me one of those little cacti that has like the white fur and they're like round. I have no idea what they're called, but they got me this little cacti and I was probably six or seven like I was really young but I remember having it in my room and I was like okay you don't water cactus ever so I never ever watered it and I'm pretty sure it was dead most of the time I had it but it kind of preserved because I never watered it so I just had that on my desk for a really long time and um eventually I was like okay I think this thing is dead and I threw it out and then I remember I remember buying a ficus tree with my allowance when I was around 10 Whoa. At Kmart, it was on sale at Kmart for ten dollars, and it was like a oh good gosh. sized ficus. And I was like, "This Blast is awesome!" Yeah, Kmart. So, <laughs> you know, I got it home to my room, and I set it all up in the corner. I was like, "This is great!" It's like I have a forest in my room. And then the next morning, there were dead millipedes all over the floor that had like crawled out of the pot. So oh, I was immediately ew. like, "Nope, nope, I'm not doing this." I was like, "I don't even know what happened to it. I think I just dragged it outside, and my parents got rid of it." I was like, "This is not okay." Oh, um, no. So then I didn't have any more plants after that until high school. I had like a lucky bamboo plant, and then I took that to college. And then when I was in college, I got I, I started collecting a few plants. Like once I had a space to decorate, like my dorm room. I had like a fatsia and it died pretty quick and a maidenhair mm-hmm. fern, which had like two fronds and <laughs> money tree, Classic. marantas. Like I was just always like getting plants and killing them. Um, so yeah, all through college. And then I just always had plants. Like, I don't know, it would be weird to not have plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more, the more I moved and got more windows, the more plants I got. And then we got to this house, I started getting into more rare plants. Like once I had enough light to keep things alive I didn't I wasn't as worried about like you know I'm not going to kill this $50 plant I got this <laughs> kind of thing so yeah. yeah I guess I've just always had them and it just kind of escalated over the years as I got more windows <laughs> well it seems like you're pretty determined because all of those little tidbits of life stories involve you killing plants and you have a beautiful house full of house plants now so yeah I finally figured it out <laughs> That just goes to show, just don't give up. It's just a plant. It might die, but you can get another one and try again. Yeah. Killing plants is how I learned. So it's definitely a legit method. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I was going to ask, what was your first plant? So you took that from me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so now, uh-huh. I'm, now I'm thinking. Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I was watching your recent stories about your Fatsia Japonica, and uh-huh. I have a Fatsia Japonica in a pot, and it's so funny how you potted it or you planted it in the ground, which I never knew that that could be part of landscape. Like, I've always seen it as a house plant. I've never seen it, like, out in a landscape. And you said it could get seven feet tall. Yes. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And I really want to try bigger. it. Yeah. I, I really want to try it, but I know it won't survive, like, Chicago winters. Like, I highly, highly doubt yeah, it Yeah, you have to Google it. I just kind of know what will work here. But I've seen them at local garden centers and... Um, there's like some gardens we visit every year and their, their fatsias are humongous, like oh, just like man. so lush and tropical looking. And yeah. So I was like, I could keep this inside and it would kind of be miserable and not live <laughs> up to its potential. Or I could put it outside and then have more room inside for other plants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I had mm-hmm. mine, I had mine inside all last winter cause I got it at the end of last summer and it was so happy outside. I mean, just like it was busting out of the pot. It was so happy. And yeah. I brought it in and of course it was like, wow, like really, you're gonna really do this to me. And it like lost half <laughs> yeah. of its leaves. Um, and I recently brought it back outside and it's getting new growth already. And it's only been out there for like five days. So that's I'm, amazing. I know, it's such a cool plant. I love it. So I was very curious about like them being part of landscape. So I'm really excited to see how yours does. Yeah, I hope they do well. Mine haven't been out there long enough yet to get big. Um, Because I kept buying them and then not finding a spot for them. And so they don't really thrive in pots as much as they do in the ground. So I've kind of been taking care of them. And finally, they're in the ground. So Mm -hmm. I think this time next year, I should have some pretty big fatsias. (laughs) Pretty fat fatsias. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like the long game. (laughs) Yeah, they're so cool. I actually saw them for the first time in the Pacific Northwest. I was in, I think, Seattle. That was the first time I ever saw them. I didn't even know they existed. So, and they were outside. So I didn't even know that they could be a house plant. So I'm like backwards from Nicole. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're really cool. But okay, I have a question about, like obviously you have a lot of plants. Like if anybody looks at your Instagram, which is beautiful by the way, so definitely go follow Amanda on Instagram. Every time I see just like all these plants, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, does anybody ever knock them over? Like, how do you care for all of these? Like, cause you have, you have young kids. So how does that work with them and everything like that? Um, well, when they were really little, they both went through like trying to eat mom's plants phase. Um, (laughs) I didn't really baby proof at all. I just kind of followed them around for a few months. Like, cause it's kind of a short lived phase, like in the grand scheme of things. And I wanted them to learn to get used to the plants, like their white noise and you just leave them alone which worked, but it did take a few months of like constant supervision and like scooting them away and being like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so once they got through that phase, now they're pretty good. Every once in a while, one will get knocked over, like when everybody is roughhousing or something, but I try to keep the, I have, so the room that everybody thinks is my morning or is my living room is actually like, it's kind of like a sunroom area. It's not the actual living room. So the kids aren't in there playing that much. So if they go in there, I'm just kind of keeping a close eye on them and making sure they don't like ride their bike into a plant. Um, <laughs> I, like I keep the, the harder to replace plants over there where it's like more safe. And then I'll have like, you know, Hartley philodendrons and stuff everywhere else. So if they get beat up a little, it's not the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you definitely, I definitely have to be okay with some plant damage having them inside with kids because it's just bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, my husband knocks over a lot of them too. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, "Why can't I throw a ball inside?" I'm like, 
because no one's allowed to throw a ball inside. That's like a normal rule, isn't it? <laughs> like, doesn't everybody have that rule? Like, even if I didn't have plans. <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. It's a sore spot. <laughs> That's funny. My partner is very, like, bowl and china shop around my plants, too. Like, he... <laughs> will put the blinds down in the bedroom and stuff and like some of the leaves are kind of like hanging over you and so I'm like you know when you put the blinds down you gotta like scoot them a just little like, <laughs> and then they just like fly down and I'm just like oh my gosh uh. and then part of it is my fault because I leave a lot of plants in the sink constantly because I'm always you know flushing or watering um, and if they're in the sink and they're in his way he's just like whatever like I'm still doing my stuff in the sink <laughs> doing <laughs> dishes over your plants d- dinner ready and I'm just like don't touch my plant. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely had that argument. Don't touch my plant. So why is it in the sink? Well, I'm I'm working on it actively. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need another sink that's just for plants. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My husband offered to make me a sink so that I would never have to use this one in the, in the kitchen ever again. <laughs> you should again. take him up on that. <laughs> I know. I know. I need a sink, like, right outside the door because I have a sunroom, too, just, like, right outside. And oh, that would be a good idea. Just yeah, you, that, you could just have a whole potting area in there and stuff too. That'd be oh, really yeah. neat. That would be really, yes. yeah, that would be helpful. But yeah, how long have you guys been married? Um, 15 years in July. This wow. is our 15 year, yeah. Oh, wait, I have to ask July what? July 22nd. Okay, me and my husband are July 17th. July's a oh, good month. Oh, nice, yeah. It's a, good it's a little, we wish we got married in the spring now because then we could go on like, fun anniversary garden trips or something in july it's just too hot it's too hot (laughs) but yeah 15 years we got married right out of college oh wow wow that's really sweet and his name is daniel as well right yes yeah well not that your name is daniel my husband's name is daniel yeah i know every time you talk about your husband i'm like all husbands are named daniel (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay that's okay well i mean i know we've mentioned that uh Amanda's on Instagram, and the Instagram username is Amanda Ray Wright, R-A-E, mm-hmm. Wright. Yep. Uh, any relation to Frank Lloyd? Um, no, but it does have uh, that ring to it. I mean, it's just Daniel's yeah. last name, so he's they're yeah. from his family from Ohio. Very so. cool. Okay. I don't know so, who this yeah, person that's, is. I don't know is, any of the history. You don't know who Frank Lloyd Wright is? He's a very famous architect. architect. Yeah, I wish. I wish. Oh. Daniel could do maples and architecture. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, But yeah, you have a very popular account and for good reason. Yeah. Um, And that's how I think we've all just been introduced to you. And there's very few people we talk about like a lot on this podcast. And I think you're one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. you I always hear, I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. (laughs) There's like one episode you guys were talking about like crowding plants around windows. And I was like, do I do that? I think I do that. And then Becca was like, like Amanda Ray Wright doesn't do that. And I was like, oh, phew, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) We're glad that we can speak truth into your life. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I mean, you do it in such a tasteful way. Like, it just, like, there's a lot of plants, of course, but it doesn't look, like, bad, you know? I mean, I think that's such a that's <laughs> Thank such you. A that's fine always line. my goal. <laughs> yeah, it's such it a, fine a fine line to have a lot of plants and for it to not look like you're a hoarder. So, yeah. like, how do you tiptoe that line? Um, I think being able to get rid of stuff for sure. Like I'm trying to clear out some stuff because there are certain areas where it got a little too hoardery for me lately. Like I'm just like, whoa. (laughs) um, So just like curating it down in plants you don't love, like not keeping them out of obligation. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then I also try to keep my pots kind of cohesive, like neutrals and textures and um, not because I think if you have kind of a rainbow collection of pots, it, it can, can look a little wild with all the plants too. And then furniture in there as well. So just kind of keeping the color palette toned down and then let the leaves bring the color. Um, that helps a lot. And then I do, to an extent, I try to like arrange them like I would outside in the garden. Like, you know, leaf colors that complement each other, like different textures next to each other, like big leaves next to small leaves. So it kind of makes like a pleasing um, arrangement and it looks more stylized and not just like a storage area of plants. <laughs> a plant shop. <laughs> storage area. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the vibe you don't want to. I definitely have corners that are storage areas and I'm like, ooh. (laughs) When I first came across your account, I just right away assumed that you were some type of interior designer just based on your aesthetic and yeah, it was just beautiful. But I also love the fact of like your cash po game is just goals, you know? (laughs) So I think I'm really attracted to that too and how you coordinate different cash pose for different plants. And, you know, you bring home a plant straight from the nursery. You're not repotting it. You're just placing it in a cash pose. And this way you can switch them out. And I love that. So that's something that I'm going to try to do more of in the new house (laughs) with my new setup. I'm really excited. It's almost as fun to collect pots as it is to collect plants. Almost. Not quite. (laughs) Mm I remember when I started collecting plants and everyone was like, you have to have drainage, you have to have drainage. And I'm like in home goods and at home and all of these stores. And I'm like, none of these pots have drainage. But then like, then somewhere along the line, I realized that I can just put the nursery pot inside yeah. this pot mm-hmm. and that's golden, you totally. know? Totally. Yeah. Now drainage annoys me because I'm like, dang it, not to put like a liner inside the pot yeah. before I put my <laughs> nursery pot in there. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's how you know that you're. That's how you know that you're doing pretty good in the house plant game when you, you you're not really looking for drainage because you know your plants. You maybe yeah. take them to the sink to water them anyway. So yeah, yeah. I take them to the bucket so I don't have to take them to the sink. I have like a bucket that I carry around with me to let them drip so I don't have to run back and forth because that that's would pretty be smart. That would Pro be insane. Tip. Yeah, tell us more about Pro that. Tip. What's that situation? Yeah. So well, a lot of them, I guess all my plants are kind of different. Some of them I just water lightly so I don't have to move them at all. Um, and some of them that have like a really chunky aeroid mix, I like to run water through the pot. So I just have a little bucket that I carry around with me and I'll take the, take the nursery pot out of the cash po and hold it over my big bucket and run the water through and let it drip into the bucket and put it back and then move along to the next one. Um, it saves mm-hmm. a lot of time. And then I can yeah. also, I just like throw, you know, yellow leaves or whatever crap you collect as you're watering into that bucket as well. And it kind of looks nice at the end of the night. It's like a bucket of salad (laughs) with like water in it. I don't know. It's like a weird water garden of junk. Don't eat it. Yeah. I need to like start documenting my my crap bucket at the end of watering day. (laughs) I would watch that reels. Yeah, I would watch that. That sounds really cool. (laughs) There you go. Now you have an idea for your next reels. I know. Crappy bucket of water. (laughs) I guess I'm, I'm curious. Sorry. I'm curious as to like what got you to start your Instagram or did you start it with plants and then or start it with like personal life and it kind of just morphed into plants or is, is your Instagram specifically just for plants? Like what was the inspiration behind doing oh, that? That's a good question. Okay. So I started with just my business as Instagram. My business is Wit and Whistle. I design and illustrate like planty products. It didn't used to be planty products, but now it's headed that way. Just all planty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had my business account and I kept wanting to post my plants, but I felt like 
it wasn't really appropriate like to be posting pictures of my house and decor and I, I kind of like aspire to do interior design, but I don't want to do it for anyone else, just for me. <laughs> so I wanted to like post my interiors and stuff. So I started a personal account and it was just going to be more like home decor. And um, I was also going to put pictures of fine art that I was working on and stuff like that. But as I started posting more plant content, people kept asking more and more questions about it. And I started doing little stories, like showing what I was doing with my plants. And then people had even more questions and it just kind of snowballed into a plant account. And now it feels weird to post anything else on there. Like it was, it was supposed to be a personal account at the beginning, but I guess my personal life is filled with plants. So maybe that's appropriate. (laughs) As is all of ours, I guess. Yeah. 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 Wit and Whistle. Wit and Whistle, if if you guys have not visited Amanda's store yet online, it is so cute. I've gotten quite a few of your stickers. Thank you. <laughs> and I've gotten gifted a few of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I, I love them. I love them. So definitely check that out. But what um what did so what did that start out as? Was it always just kind of stationary and stickers? Is is there Yeah, to- yeah. Starting out, it was just cards. Um, okay. Well, I went to school for graphic design, and I worked at a design firm for a few years, and I was just bored. I don't know. I was, like, making logos for law firms and annual reports for colleges. And, I mean, it was a really good job, but I was like, this is not as fun as design school led me to believe it would be. <laughs> so I kind of started selling on Etsy, like, making little greeting cards, and it I started out with kind of off-color greeting cards, which no one was really doing. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think 12 years ago is when I started Wit and okay. Whistle. Um, so no one was really doing a lot of, I mean, I would have cards with like fart jokes and like pictures of uteruses <laughs> and like, I don't know, just kind of like crude humor, but not so crude you would be embarrassed to like show your grandmother. I love um, <laughs> And so the cards really took off and then I just kind of kept trying new product types and I got around to enamel pins like five years ago and I Mm. did some plant ones and the plant ones have gotten like a lot of traction. So now I do, Ooh, a hawk just flew by my window. Oh, cool. That's cool. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You fit in in well here. (laughs) That was crazy. It was like really close. I'm really jealous because I'm sitting in a closet staring at clothes. (laughs) Oh, I wondered if you were going to ask me to go in my closet, but you didn't. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing that. I bet your closet's beautiful too. So I'm glad you're not in there. I do there. have a lot of plants in there. It is it is a nice closet. I will say. You <laughs> so have plants in your closet? closet? Oh yeah, I have probably a hundred plants in my closet. There's a window. There There's a, a window? south facing okay. window in there. Okay, so that's your next it. reel. That's the next reel. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Have we ever There's seen pictures that on Instagram? of it on my feed? Yeah. I just always do a little hashtag that's like closet garden and people don't really notice that it's my closet. Oh, that's oh my so God. Cool. I'm going to go back yeah, and I'm going to go search that hashtag now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm just going to be fuming mad at the amazing closet you probably have. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many clothes in there. Just a little bit. I'd rather buy plants. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, that's really cool that you've been doing wit and whistle for that long. My 13 year old daughter just started coming out with some stickers and she started an Etsy shop and she's been kind of struggling like with what to make to make next. She's thinking that she has to like do something different. And I was like, if you enjoy creating stickers and just stay creating stickers, just create whatever you like, you know? Yeah, totally. So, your story is pretty inspirational, so I'm going to have to share that with her. Yeah, I did I did just cards for the longest time. And you can, I mean, I, I sell most of my business now is wholesale to stores. And I have, you know, hundreds of stores that just buy cards. Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So that's your full gig. Like that's what you do all day. You're making designs and handling wholesale orders and everything like that. Yeah, I don't do it all day. I work like three days a week now because I hired my mom. So we work together three days a week and Mm she uh, ships all the orders and like helps maintain inventory and stuff like that. And then I do all the other stuff. And then we have the kids here too. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's been really interesting. <laughs> I'm excited time. for kindergarten to start Smile in the fall. Smile through the pain, Amanda. Smile yeah. through the pain. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, whew, we kind of trade off. Like if she has a lot of orders to ship, I'll like distract the kids for a while. And then when she's done doing that, she'll distract the kids so I can work on new product designs. And it's a madhouse over here, but <laughs> we That's get it all awesome, done. Though. That's That is really awesome. cool. Wow. Yeah. So all of the inventory is at your house then? Like yes. it's fully yeah. run out of your you can, house. Um, well, I don't know if I can pick my computer up, but you can see it over there. See the oh, shelf? Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. Of course okay. it looks like a showroom. Beautiful. <laughs> so look, I need things to be pretty, okay? It's a thing with me. <laughs> no, it's good. I love that. I, I really help like it. it's it's aspirational. <laughs> There's also yeah. a lot of junk around too, but it's like pretty and then junk everywhere. <laughs> it's hard to keep it clean. <laughs> Gosh, that sounds like me. I'm pretty, but I have junk everywhere. Yeah, it's like, it's always a, a tug of war. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like one thing I've been curious is, so graphic design, you know, creativity in a creative field, sometimes it have ebbs and flows on like, if you're feeling it or not, obviously at your firm, you were not feeling it because that would be boring just doing logos for lawyers etc but like how do you push through those moments now that you're this is like your your business that you own and you work from home how do you push through those moments of feeling like not creative do you have those moments often or at all and and what helps you get over that yeah definitely have those moments a lot (laughs) especially the last year just like being trapped at home with no outside influences or anything Um, I think it helps me a lot to like try to find a new product type or um, I guess I've tried a lot of different product types over the years and some of them worked out and some of them haven't, but just like focus, like doing a new project can help a lot. Um, Sometimes just taking a break from it, like the orders, I have like regular wholesale customers, so it's not like I have to constantly be coming up with stuff. So just giving myself grace to take a break and like, you know what? I don't have any new Mother's Day cards this year, so you can just buy what I had from before. Or like, you <laughs> yeah. know, um, just kind of give that balance because it is just me creating all the stuff. So, you know, yeah. I think, yeah, it's like a different, different than if it was a bigger business, I guess. And there would be multiple people to pick up the slack. But yeah, I can't like beat myself up over it if I'm not feeling it. I don't want to force it and make products that aren't good and that I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's totally so. That's super that. important. Mm-hmm. It's also nice that you get to hire your mom and you get to spend some time with your mom, and it's kind of like a family thing, you know? Yeah, and she's so much closer with the kids than she would have been because she started part time like five years ago. So okay. it's been a long time. So she's like really close with her grandkids, and that's yeah, so cool. it's been it's been really really great, and we get along well and. I think that could go really poorly for some people, but it works out really well with my mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you would have found that out earlier on. and then Yeah, maybe... totally. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Daniel will be packing orders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I, I worked for my mom's company, and it's like, it's nice to work with family. It has its perks and, you know, personalities and everything. I mean, it's it's definitely nice to work with family for a lot of reasons, you know, so that's really sweet that you guys get to do that. I love that. Yeah. 
It's great. Mm. And she only judges me a little bit when more plant mail comes. (laughs) 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 She gives me this look when I bring a box in, like, is that a plant? Another box, Amanda? Is that another plant? I'm like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, where do you... Where do you plant shop? Because you do unboxing stuff. So where do you typically plant shop at? Oh, well, there's a lot of good nurseries here locally, which I'm super spoiled to a lot of my bigger plants I got locally. Um, and then online, I love um, Steve's Leaves, Plants and Pamperin, um, Land of Alice Studio. Um, just Etsy and eBay are good. Like if there's something really hard to find that you don't mind splurging a little on, um, mm-hmm. sometimes it's worth checking those those places. Gosh, I feel like there's a bunch I'm missing. I do have a list on my Instagram in the FAQs. I put like a list of my favorite um, online sellers. So if anybody wants to check those out, I've also bought from a lot of super shady people and like random, (laughs) like international Instagram accounts that you find. And they're like, please Western union us money. And you're like, uh, no, I totally did it though. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. And it worked worked out. out. Yeah. I only did that once, but it did work out. Um, and all the plants are still alive. <laughs> but, you know, Success. I've done some, like, shady plant transactions. <laughs> oh, my but, God. You live and you learn. You live yeah, and you learn. yeah. It's always a gamble. I, I wouldn't put out more than I could lose for an international order. But <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing with that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what's your top tip for, like, vetting places like that because there are a lot of international instagram shops and you know whatever Mm -hmm. else lots of places that you'll see on etsy ebay like how do you look at a listing and say okay this is a good one i've kind of quit ordering internationally now because i think now that the plant craze is like in full swing there's a lot of like random sellers internationally that are popping up that maybe aren't as experienced i think a year, like a year and two years ago when I was importing more stuff, it was more of the established sellers that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so now if I was going to import something, I would probably look on Etsy where you can read some reviews mm-hmm. like from other people. And I, there's a lot of new international sellers on Etsy with no reviews and I would not order there unless you're willing to lose that money. Um, yeah. eBay, you can read reviews too. Like there's a few good international Hoya sellers on eBay that have like tons of good reviews. Um, and that will replace the plants if they arrive dead and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think it's just all about the reviews now or word of mouth. There used to be a, a, uh, plant seller review website on Facebook. Oh. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but maybe if you search Facebook for, for that, and then you could search for sellers and see like other people's experiences or if anyone was like, stay away from, you know, whatever this Yeah. Scam yeah. artists is so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we touched base on this briefly in another episode about like just really reading reviews and seeing what other people's experiences are like. And I know you know all plant places and plant shops that are just getting started, maybe they don't have reviews. So obviously, if you're gonna order from a shop that doesn't have any reviews, they may be great. They they have to start somewhere, but just know that there's a chance you could possibly lose that money and. Right. It goes south because, yeah. you know. Yeah. And if you order through Etsy or eBay or PayPal, like at least you have the bigger company kind of backing your money. Like if right. the person never sends the product, then you can at least get your money back, like set up a claim or you're not right. totally screwed. Whereas yeah. like Western had- Union is not recommended. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple people be like, okay, well, send the money to my mom's PayPal account 
as a friends and family or send it to my, you know, aunt's PayPal account. Like, and I was just like, this just does not feel right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it did work, but it was a gamble and I don't know if I would do it again. Yeah. 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 Always yeah. the friends and family thing is painful when they ask for that because you're like, oh, I really want the plant, but I also don't want to get scammed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, what? I'll pay it a couple extra dollars for the goods and services yeah, if you want me totally. to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do they do that so that you could save money? or do, like... um, Well, there's no recourse with, with friends and family. Right. Like, yeah. you can't file claims. And so maybe, and they also pay a fee for goods and services. I right. think it's 3%. Yeah, I think that's the big thing is they don't want to pay the fee for the PayPal transaction. Right. So if you do friends and family, the seller doesn't pay the fee. But it's not okay. that much. Yeah, I'd totally rather pay a little more and have yeah. that, that coverage safety net. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. I feel like I'm very safe with where I, when I buy plants online, like I have my places that I vetted. <laughs> I almost bought a billetier from some shop in, I don't remember where they were, not in the United States. And I just, it sat in my cart for so long and then it, it just was, it got sold and I was so sad, but Aww. I'm just not very risky with that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you're- I'm bringing you a cutting. <laughs> you are? Yes. You gave me that plant and it's flipping huge now and I'm going to bring you a cutting of it. Wait, no, I didn't, no. Yes. <laughs> Just take it, Becca. That's you can just plan. give it to me, Adam. I'll appreciate it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, not specifically referring to the biliate, but I feel like I'm the same way. Like, I I did some risky things at the beginning of my plant journey, and now I'm just like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I was, like, driven for a long time by what plant I wanted, and I didn't care who was selling it. If they had it and it looked decent, I was like, all right, <laughs> I'll try yeah. it. But then, yeah, I've had enough rehabs that I'm kind of over it now, and I'm I'm just like content with my happy, healthy plants. And you never know what pests or diseases you're going to bring in or what kind of issues. So, right. But I totally get it for a super wishless plant, like taking some risks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Super wishless. Yeah. I think that after you rehab enough plants, you're just over it. Like what you said. Yeah. I mean, I've done it so much, and I just I just want the plant to be happy when I get it. So. If I have to spend a little more to get it, like, locally or with, even within the U.S., I'll probably more, be more likely to do that. Just because it's so stressful to have to yeah. rehab. Because if yeah. it goes especially, south, like... Especially when you have a collection, like, as big as, as our collection, you bring a plant in that has a pest, and it's, it is, it's a huge risk to have to rehab your whole collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tiptoe into a subject now um, about when I blocked and reported your Instagram account for making a video <laughs> about Lekka. <laughs> I thought it was blocked. so nice in that video. You were I recorded it twice. The first one was kind of mean. I had to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Self-edit. I want to see the first one. I deleted it. it. I was like, this will never see the light of day. <laughs> Um, but I do want to start this by saying, like, I am never, like, telling people, you have to do LECA, you have to do LECA. But I do know that there's probably some people out there that do that. And I know that it's not good for everyone. So what I really appreciate about your video is your honesty. And, like, look, I have lots of plants in soil and LECA. The two different mediums was a pain in the ass, <laughs> technically, to, like, exactly. manage <laughs> in your whole collection. Yeah. Um, oops, I dropped my microphone. 
But I guess I want to know what started you on Lekka? Like what what made you want to try Lekka? And then what were like the big factors and you're like, screw this, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, aside from all of the balls falling all over the floor, which again, I told you my cat loves, but I hate because <laughs> they go literally everywhere. I'm still finding Lekka on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think I started initially just because I saw a lot of people using it with good success. And I don't know, it's like trendy. So like, I like to try trends and see if they're worth the hype. Um, I also like, I really like the idea of like plants that weren't doing well in soil. Like maybe I could try them in Lekka and see if they like that or like thirstier plants that I was having a hard time judging when to water. Um, That seemed really appealing to just fill the reservoir and not worry about it. Um, that's probably the main reasons that I wanted to try it in the first place. Yeah. And then I guess the big deal breakers for me ended up being like the transition period for a lot of my plants. I don't know if I just have funky water or something, but like my plants did not, like I always see people like, oh, I transitioned it to Lekka and it didn't even, you know, bat a plant eye. Like it was just fine. (laughs) Like mine did not do that. Like I I know I tried a lot of, yeah, (laughs) Nicole, (laughs) I tried a lot of, I mean, obviously calatheas are hard anyway, but I killed a lot of calatheas transitioning them. And I tried a few philodendrons and they didn't die, but they didn't do any better. And then if you do a bigger plant, you can't get the support to stay up. And then it's just falling out all over the place. And like how many times did the whole plant just uproot and fall off my shelf and like throw Lekka everywhere. And I'm just like, I'm not usually like, so angry when I'm messing with my plants <laughs> like it just made me angry I'm like this is not the plant life for me um let's see what else yeah like I guess my goal with my plants is to get them all like I want them to be big I don't little plants are okay but my goal is like huge plants so I couldn't see a future with Leca with like if you start with a small plant and it's doing well as it gets bigger and bigger like what do you do when it's a floor plant filled with Leca? like how do you even support that? I don't know. It just, right. yeah. And you then, to, yeah. Sorry. And then I did have issues with, I tried it for about a year and I had a few plants that I thought were doing really well in Lekka that just very suddenly lost their roots for no apparent reason. It happened probably five to seven times with different kinds of plants. And I don't know if I have hard water, so I don't know if just what's in my water doesn't work long term. but it was very frustrating. Like at least with soil, I have more experience with that. So I know okay, I did this wrong and this, and I can fix it. With Lekka, it was like, what the frick? I, wa- I watered, like, I filled the reservoir one-third. I did all the things. I balanced my pH. I did all the things, and it's still, like, all the roots are dead. So it was kind of like, yeah, I do well with soil, so don't fix it if it's not broken. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I and I love that. Um, I'm curious, did you have any issues with your plants when you transitioned them out of Lekka back into soil? Like, were there struggles with that? Yeah, it was like the same as going to Lekka in the first place. Okay. Um, I lost my variegated Hoya Huskiliana. Mm. Oh, Is that well, how I got you say you. it? Do you have one? I am done with that plant, but thank you. Oh. No, I'm done. <laughs> it, yeah. I done. imported that you thing twice. <laughs> like, I don't want it anymore, but I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so that one, it wasn't doing well in Lekka, so I moved it back. I moved it to moss, actually, to try to reroot it, and the whole thing just rotted. Um, but some of my other Hoyas haven't had too much issue. I just kind of put them under a humidity dome and put them in, like, a clear pot of soil so I could see when the root develop, development started happening, and they did fine. Um, yeah, for the most part, 
it wasn't quite as bad as going to LECA in the first place, but I didn't really lose many plants. Some of the some of the bigger LECA plants I had, I just gave away on Facebook or sold because um, I didn't want to deal with it. Like I had a really huge neon pothos. It was like a 10-inch pot. And it was like five to six feet long in LECA. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to risk this guy. So yeah. who, who wants this that likes LECA? <laughs> so that that found a new home. I'm a little afraid that I'm going to be on that same journey because I, when I started LECA, it was mostly just small Hoya cuttings, and mm-hmm. they are all getting so big now Yeah, that I'm just like, I hate trying to figure out support in LECA, even though I do love LECA, um, and it helps with my style of like plant parenting, I think, uh, meaning I let them go to the brink of death before I realize <laughs> that they need any help. Uh, but, you know, they're happy. The Hoyas are happy, at least with that. I don't know about the other plants. Um, but support is my biggest issue with LECA because it's just so difficult. Um, but again, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go from here. I don't know if I'll have these giant Hoyas or not, but I might keep cutting them and trying to get the market to, like, lower the prices on these plants. Cause <laughs> You'll change the whole wild. market with your Hoyas. There <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you go. Uh, I have but, liked yeah. Pawn better. I That's still what I was going to ask you. Pond. Yeah, I was going to ask you about pond because yeah, I think, it, it doesn't fly everywhere so much. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that you introduced me to pond. I think I saw it first on your Instagram page, and I have some, and I have yet to test it out. I'm just waiting to move, but I'm kind of intrigued. So I would love to hear like how you feel about pond versus laka, and like yeah. So for me, pond is like. What's in there? There's zeolite, pumice. I'm looking mm-hmm. in my pond. Um, <laughs> time release fertilizer and volcanic rock. And it's like small. It looks like fish tank gravel kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I found it works really well with plants that are thirstier, like the plants I wanted to try in LECA, but ended up getting too annoyed to do it. So like I have calatheas in pond that are super happy. I have anthuriums in pond. And I think that might be it. Okay. I'm just looking around um, in self-watering pots, mm-hmm. but there is an issue with it. Like you still can't overpot your plant. Like if you get a huge self-watering pot and put a tiny bit of roots in there, like it will rot and die just like soil will. So you have yeah. to do a really snug pot in like with the pond even still. Um, but it's it's been really good for my the few I have like two or three anthuriums in it and the calatheas and begonias did well for a while in it. They do really awesome for like six months. You will have the most. Bu- beautiful begonias ever but then I started getting a lot of powdery mildew and I don't know mm-hmm. if that has to do with the pond or if just a bunch of spores came into my house somehow like yeah. so I'm kind of like moving away from pond for my begonias but if you want like a six month beautiful begonia time try pond for those begonias <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and then expect powdery mildew yeah exactly <laughs> and then you know it's all downhill from there but I'm still like struggling a bit with the nutrients like some of my plants get chlorotic and I think we have really um alkaline water which can like lock out iron so I've been like adjusting my pH for all my plants lately and I don't know it's definitely still tricky but it's really good for thirsty plants I've found with pond as opposed to leca you really don't have to clean the roots off when transferring to soil right I still try to because I've had some stuff rot like because all that soil is just like wet in there so mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of a lie that like the pond people say that they're like, you don't have to clean the, ro- the roots off, but mm-hmm. if it's going to stay wet in there, you're just going to have a, like 
a little nest of mud inside yeah. the pond. Um, and it basically is semi-hydroponic growing or passive right. hydroponic. So I still try to get the roots as clean as I possibly can okay. before I throw them in there. Good and note. I have these self-watering pots that I love for pond because they're clear. So Ooh. you can see the roots and then, you know, like if I check it after I put one in pond, you know, every few days and if I can see those little white roots coming, I'm like, all right, mm. we're good. But if I don't, then I'll pull it back out and be like, oh crap, it's rotting. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Panic. So, Wait, where did you get these pots from? Amazon. Ooh, link. Oh, yeah. You got a link in your store? I uh, guess I do. Highlights? Yep. Mm. And they come in all sizes. You can get them like really little. You can get them up to like 10 inches, I think. So. I have like wow. my huge Anthurium Magnificent in one. I can barely lift it. That thing is going to dump pond everywhere one day. I'm just going to drop it. I know it. <laughs> do you put those pond pots into a cash pile then, I'm assuming? I do, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise they get algae. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All yeah. the time. It's kind of a so bummer. But for pots. the official record, I do have most of my plants in soil because, yeah, soil. <laughs> I feel like Team I'm always soil. talking about pond and stuff, but, but like soil is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would have well, to agree. Yeah. <laughs> We're 50-50 in this podcast today, I, which is not normally the case. Yeah. I, I'm the, you guys are always bullying Becca. No. <laughs> I know. I'm just like a big person that's like, if it's not broken, I'm not going to fix yeah. it. Like, there's no point in me like uprooting everything and changing all these things just because of a trend. Like, that's just yeah. not worth it for me. Like, I have a life. My plants are not every single part of my brain, you know? So I don't... <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to watch TV. I mean, it was at a night. trend for some, but I don't think it looks, it's a lifestyle for me. <laughs> like oh my gosh. a lifestyle. Do you know that That's TikTok? Gonna, that needs to be a shirt. Do you know that TikTok where it's like, at first I was like, mmm, feet as a yeah. joke. But I don't think but it's I a joke anymore. I don't think anymore. it's a joke anymore. Yeah. It's like, but. You know, instead of feet, it's Lekka for Adam. Yeah. But no, I don't ever see myself. Maybe pawn, but you were just ex- like describing it. It doesn't feel any different to me than Lekka. Like, it doesn't. The main thing for me is that it doesn't fall everywhere and annoy me because it holds the plant in place. So yeah. that was like a huge thing with the Lekka. Yeah, with it's me, so, so much more support yeah. with Pawn. It's palm, basically I think. small Lekka. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was gifted some pond from a friend. I don't have, I've tested it now and I do actually really love it. But I've kind of written off calatheas in my life. But I guess maybe with pond, I <laughs> could try give it another it. try. Yeah. There's some because calatheas I, I can't do no matter what, but I definitely have a handful of calatheas that have been really happy in pond because it gives them that moisture and it holds a weird amount of moisture, like, because it's so heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You should yeah. give it a go. Yeah, I've never owned a Calathea in my life, but maybe. Maybe never? with the pond. Never. That's honestly wait, surprising because they'd probably mosaica. do fine. We had a mosaica. We had a mosaica. Well, they reclassified that to a Gapertia, <laughs> yeah, so a technically you probably still didn't have one. We, we only had it for like a week and then it died, so I guess that doesn't even count anyway. <laughs> well, what plants are actually still Calathea? Because so much did get transferred. Well, at some I point, don't I don't even know. know when. It's just like this mystery thing. Somebody like passive aggressively commented and was like, "Actually, that was reclassified as a Gopersha like five years ago." Yeah, was I didn't know anything commented? about this. <laughs> no, no, it was someone who was like, "You really shouldn't be talking if you don't know." I'm like, "Shut up! Oh, Are you an expert?" No. Well, that no, is whatever. how I get all of my reclassification news is from yeah. passive aggressive comments. That's like maybe people are just making it up. And they really are still all Calatheas. 
I mean, is there maybe. a newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I get on the email list so I can be up to date? It's not that I'm like trying, like I'm actively trying to give misinformation. It's just how, yeah, how, is there a newsletter? How is this information spread? Like, do we, I don't know. So I, I really don't know. But I don't think I've ever actually had like a Calathea Calathea. Because what is still Calathea? Like, what's a Calathea Calathea? Like, medallion? That one's still like hardcore Calathea, right? Okay. Yeah. That's like the big circle. About, or like, what about the yeah, velvet yeah. Calathea? Yeah, Warsaw was he. Yeah. I think that's a Capertia, though. <laughs> is it? Totally trailing off. That's well, how I do with all the plant names. I just type the start of the hashtag. I, I don't actually know any of the Oh my gosh, that's so true. I do that all the time. I know the first four letters. <laughs> oh. um, okay, you guys continue a conversation. One second. I wanted to okay. know, I kind of want to know. Well, I want to do some rapid fire get to know you questions as a person and not plants, but we'll do that in a little bit. But what's like your favorite plants in your collection right now and maybe your least favorite in your collection right now? Ooh, okay, question. I knew you were, were going to ask this, so I'm ready for the first one. Um, yes. <laughs> my current favorite is my philodendron dark lord Ooh. because it is growing. I mean, it grows a new leaf like every two weeks and they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they're like shiny when they come out and red, like dark burgundy red. And then as the leaves fade, the back stays burgundy and they're like leathery. Oh my gosh, it's the coolest plant. And they're these just like huge pointy leaves. And it's, yeah, I can see that I'm gonna have to get rid of like 20 plants to make room for it as it grows, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> That's amazing <laughs> do you have it, Do you have it on a big support pole? No, it's it doesn't even, It's I give it a lot of sun, so it doesn't even um, have very big internodes. So I, I mean, I will need a pole eventually, but currently. Yeah. I'm kind of like starting to think about what to put it on. But right now it's just growing like that. And it's just blasted with sun and it loves it. So that's my favorite. Uh, my current least favorite. Hmm. <laughs> Probably one of the ones I'm thinking about getting rid of. Oh, okay. I'm kind of over my ZZ Raven. Really? I mean, yeah. yeah. They're I, kind of boring. They're slow like, and why, boring. I don't like that it's not green. Is that bad? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the point of it, but like it just looks so dark and like it's very I dark. like I like green leaves. <laughs> so I'm always like trying I never really liked it, honestly. So the first one I got years ago, like when they were hard to get, I threw it in an import order because it was like twenty bucks. And I was like, all right, I'll get one. So I've had that one. And then Costa Farms sent me like a freebie one when I did an unboxing for them, I guess last year. And so I potted them up together. So I have a pretty big one and it's like growing well, but I just Whenever I look at it, I'm just like, I keep changing the cash po. I'm like, maybe I'll like it better if it's like in a different pot. But I don't know. I think it's, it's probably going to go to a new home pretty soon. <laughs> I totally get that because my love for the ZZ Raven is only like ignited when I see a new a new yes, growth. When they're green, right? Because it's green. And <laughs> also that's just very far, like far and few between in between, like with the growth because so they're slow. just slow. Yeah. You know? So slow. Yeah. I am considering throwing it outside for the summer. Just oh to gosh. see if, I mean, if it turned yes. into a huge bush, like maybe I would like it then. But well, maybe I'm just know, beating a dead horse and I'm never going to like it. ZZs have <laughs> always been like, oh, if you want a lowlight plant, get a ZZ, which I get. But they also thrive, they thrive outdoors. Like I think there's even ZZs outdoors here in Arizona. Yeah. So, and I'm wondering if the black foliage would also cause it to not, not photosynthesize as much. And if you put it outside, maybe it'll just like explode. Wouldn't that yeah, be? Yeah, that's what I'm mm. thinking. I think it's worth experimenting, and then if I, I still it hate too. it by fall, then it, then I can find somebody locally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come dig this up. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just plant it in the ground. That's an idea. There you go. <laughs> um, can, I, can we do the rapid fire get to know you as a person questions? Let's do it. Well, well, I don't really have a Amanda, lot, but I'll have a few I'm in the. I'm sure maybe you guys will have a few. <laughs> okay, <Sounds> like, violent. <laughs> all-time favorite TV show. Oh, gosh. TV, probably, probably, I can't do it rapid fire. Probably The Office, though, because I've watched that, like, so many times. Like, oh, my gosh, yes. On repeat. What's a current favorite TV show? Current favorite TV show is... When you have time to watch I TV. I don't watch TV shows. Or Netflix. Well, I guess like, does whatever. Netflix count? Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't think of a single thing I've watched lately. We're watching <laughs> some like murder show right now, but I don't really like murder shows. I'm just watching it to have something <laughs> oh on God. in the background. <laughs> Can we come back to that one? <laughs> yes. Uh, comfort food. Um, chocolate. Anything chocolate. Mm. Oh my gosh, same. Yeah. Fudgy um, brownies. Yeah. Mm. Favorite band band um i or really musician. like i current I've, I've been on a regina specter crush for like a while now yes. oh my yeah. gosh I she's an her. angel yeah <laughs> daniel read a review of her once and they described her singing as vocal acrobatics so he makes fun of me every time i'm listening to her music he's like there's the vocal acrobatics and i always try to <laughs> sing along and i can't at all and it's, but i just love her music Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she did the theme song for Oranges of the New Black on yes. Netflix, yeah. and I love that. Yeah, trap, trap, trap till the cage is full. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yes. I just finished the the whatever. I just finished Oranges of the New Black recently. Yeah, yep, that last there you season. go. There That's you go. A There's a TV show. show you're watching. There's yep. a show. Um, and do you guys have any other like questions? Some yeah. Like, okay. Favorite fast food. Oh, fast food. Sometimes Taco Bell, but mm. only if they're not out of Baja Blast. Oh, the Baja Blast, babe. And I also need like Tums or something. Yes. <laughs> 100%. With a side of Tums. Yeah. Side of Tums. <laughs> um, they should offer that in like little packets with the They really should. <laughs> <laughs> That's a genius idea. Talk about get on this. Them, oh my gosh. Them and White Castle. Like, what is it about? It's like the late night drunk food. The, what's in it, you know? I don't know what White Castle is. What is that? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so just instant gross. diarrhea. It's so it's gross. It's so bad. I went there. Like stuff, though. <laughs> no. I went there you and just I regret got, it later. I got a like a chicken sandwich and it was like a little patty that you could put in the microwave from the frozen section like that's literally what it was and I was like what what's going on here like I was hoping for like Chick-fil-a level chicken sandwich but no it was not not quite mm. they're like this no. big like little tiny mini burgers super yeah. small you could eat like 20 uh, of them yeah hmm. good thing I'll you don't talk about wasn't it your <laughs> nightstand Nicole the other week where you post on your stories and you had like a bottle of Tums on your nightstand <laughs> I that remember was a Taco that. Bell night. Hashtag, hashtag life in 30s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a Taco Bell night. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, go to nail polish color. Like what's your na- nail oh. polish like tone? Oh, like um I have this color I like. It's called nail concealer and it's like really neutral but has a little glimmer in it. So I like it to just look like super neutral nails but a little better. Mm-hmm. Barely there. Like natural. A pizzazz. Yeah. Not like too crazy. Curtains. I get really tired of looking at colors. I don't know. I think I'm weird like that. Yes. <laughs> Green is okay, but. <laughs> yeah. 
all things green. Um, um, gosh, any any last rapid rapid fire questions? I'm so bad at these. I'm bad at answering them and asking them. So me too. Well, if you could yeah. live anywhere in the world, where would it be? In my own house with my plants. Duh. There Duh. you go. Oh, that was a perfect answer. Me too. That's my answer. I can't Your go anywhere house. with all of these plants, and I'm sure as heck not moving them. Oh my gosh, yeah. you're huge. Yeah, that would take forever. Uh, oh my goodness. Well, I mean, thank you very much for joining us. This has been so fun yes. to chat with yeah. you. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah. Finally it's, get to chat with you guys and have you like it's like you're really there this time instead of just listening to you guys talk to each other. <laughs> I know. Well, we we absolutely love you. We love your page and if you guys are not already following Amanda which I mean, what are you doing? Go follow her on Instagram. <laughs> her page is at Amanda Ray Wright and that's R A E W R I G H T, right? Yes. Right, right? Right, right. right, right. right. <laughs> the, 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 all the links will be in the description in this podcast, too. So, Wit and Whistle and her plant Instagram. So, you can easily find them down below. Yep. Yes. Yep. And she will Very soon be cool. your new favorite Instagram account. <laughs> I promise. Thank you. Yes. I love your stories, your reels. Just every time you pop up, I'm clicking it. You know, when those, those like the first few people that pop up at the yes. top? You're always there, so. Oh, Same. thank you. Yeah, that means a lot to be at the front of your story thing. Always at the front. That's SEO, man. And now you and Nicole have competing corner sinks in your kitchen, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, wait- I'm ready for this war. Oh man, she's gonna. There's no competition, none at all. <laughs> oh my gosh, the corner sink. What a dream. Let's talk about. Hold on, no, no. We're we're yes. ending off with the corner sink. It's oh, so good, right? Gosh. It's so good. I was like, I'm putting plants there. Yes. <laughs> for sure. I need to post some of the old pictures when we first moved in because I only had like 40 plants when we moved in. And I had like a huge aloe behind the sink and it kept poking Daniel in the eye when he was doing dishes. <laughs> and he was like, this cannot go here anymore. <laughs> Leafy plants only, Amanda. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Well, again, if you want to uh, follow any of us, we'll have all of our links in the description. Wait. Nicole, you're running this, so sorry. I oh, just, you could have done it. I just pulled a Nicole, took over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, why I, that's why I let it pass. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> okay, guys, if you're, not, if you're not already and you want to follow us, you can find us on our individual social medias. Um, Adam on Instagram is at notdude, at DeLaPlants, at Amanda Ray Wright, and at MyCleanLeaves. And then also don't forget to follow us on YouTube, Potted Together. We have a new video coming out pretty soon. Next week. We hope. Next week. <gasps> we got to get on it, guys. What are we doing? We're slacking. Yep. <laughs> yep. Always. Always slacking. And then um, we are not going to ask any user questions today just because we ran a little late. But if you guys have any questions, we'll be answering some of your questions next week. So feel free to send us an email at uh, pottedtogether at gmail.com if you have any questions for us. Pottedtogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Oops. Pottedtogetherpodcast. <laughs> It'll be linked below. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Amanda. Uh-huh. Thanks, Amanda. It was a joy. Absolutely. (laughs) Bye. 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 Oh, my gosh. We have to say the bye part. (laughs) 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.